Good love our gracious queens Are throughout their just queens Their time has come United Queendom United Queendom is sponsored by Q-Bar who provide the best gay night out in London. Enjoy Q-Bar, Q-Club, Little Q and She-Bar in Soho every night of the week for drinking, dancing and, despite the name, limited queuing. Hello, I'm Ed Dyson, podcaster, comedy writer and stay-at-home dad with no children. And I'm Sam Dowler, journalist, broadcaster and co-host with The Mo Host. And we host United United Queendom. Queendom! The number one British drag race podcast. Although our brand tends to be more number twos. Thanks for Tina turning us on. Now let's get on with the show already. Hello. Sorry I'm sniffly. I sound like Kitty Scott Claus meeting a Spice Girl. But I am full of cold, not COVID. And Sam had some sad news yesterday. So we weren't able to record our recap. Um, but spoiler alert, that wasn't a fucking double shanté. Double Shantae, my hairy ass. Um, we will record it, though, as soon as possible and get it out to you, probably on our traditional release day, Monday. Um, very sorry for the wait, and thank you for your patience. To be fair, it's two years I've been doing this, and this is the first ever late one. And also, we have a special treat instead. It's my exclusive interview with Willem, one of the most iconic and controversial queens in Drag Race history, and star of A Star Is Born as well as Raja O'Hara from season 11 and, of course, All Star 6, where she made it all the way to the finale. They are promoting Death Drop, the um, theatre show, which is starring drag queens, a Wagatha Christie tale, which is currently touring the country and has been getting great reviews. Um, It's a great show and this is a great chat and I hope it makes up for the lack of recap. Um, Love you lots. Bye. Hey. (laughs) Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Can you hear us? Yes, I can. <laughs> You're blending into the background, Raja, with the white outfit. It looks cool. My, back, uh, my skin is dark, so then you can see me just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you look like an angel. Um, so, uh, congratulations on Death Trot. Um, how is the show going? Thank you, it's good. Nobody's died yet. Yet. Almost, but not quite. 8.30 night, they start dropping dead. <laughs> well, the clue is in the title. Um, have, have you had any kind of mishaps on stage or anything like that yet? Oh, you almost. I saw you almost Ooh. doing the rope scene. I was like, she gave oh, a little... Uh, Yesterday, my shoe came undone while we were in the middle of our fight scene, our famous fight scene. And, oh! <laughs> together and that shoe. If you know me and know my heels, my heels, I have the 10-inch heel boots. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sonique Kylie Love has taught us what to do if we ever fall now, don't we? You just tumble it, so there is that. Uh, okay. uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Well, with this stage, I'm going to end up rolling into the audience. <laughs> yeah, it's like one of those rape stages. It's, it's a big angle, too. And like the, after the first day, you feel it in your calves. You're like, what the fuck did I do? And, <laughs> well, like, oh, I chose this guy. <laughs> I think your fans would be very happy if you rolled out into the audience, Raja. I think they'd all be, it'd be a free meet and greet. They would live. Um, so for anyone who hasn't seen Death Drop yet, could you guys uh, kind of explain the premise a little bit? You girls, sorry. 
Sure, it's um, imagine the movie Clue, but made better because of drag queens and drag kings and all their non-binary uh, colors of the rainbow. And it's got music in it, costumes, and an intermission, so you can get lit. So <laughs> even if you don't like it, you still can get to drink. Well, I know a lot of people have seen it, and I've only heard positive things. Um, is this one of the first times... Um, it's the first time I can remember that a West End show has been primarily led by a full drag queen cast. Yeah, I think so. This is the first time I've ever experienced anything like this. So it was once I was presented the opportunity to do this show, I was full, fully on board, <laughs> especially knowing that it was a full uh, queer cast, directing, creative, creative team. It's just a whole queer project. So I'm ex extremely excited to be here and noteworthy uh the wig designer it's the first time in the west end that a woman has been the head of the hair department wig designer like oh, I, wow. I was flabbergasted at that that it's been mostly men um so misogyny out the window too okay we're, we're breaking all the boundaries this show is making a lot of history um yeah. is there any conversations about it um doing broadway as well or is it very much a uh, sticking to the british fans but we're hoping that it does well enough that it can go across the pond because that would be that would be nice. Everything good starts in Britain, you know, trading spaces, footballers' wives, all that kind of stuff. It started over here first. Adele, come dance with me. Adele, come dine with me. Come drag with me. All those. <laughs> but then Piers Morgan, so it's not all good. We start some bad things as well. Um, but we 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 get we get our digs in on Piers Morgan because in the play we have a character called Morgan Pierce. <laughs> Very subtle. Yeah, we are not kind. <laughs> um, so you guys have spent quite some time here, especially you, William. I think you've been in the show for quite a while in the UK. What are your favourite and um, least favourite things about our our country? <laughs> well, my um, my favourite thing is um, the men. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the men, okay. uh, the men, little mix. Um, Tom Daly, um, and what else? My least favorite thing is I don't mind getting wet because, as I said, the men, but the wet ass pussy. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather be warm and wet. I'd like a little slice of sunshine every now and then. I just need a little piece. Do you know, it's never great here, but it has been particularly bad lately. It's not always this bad. Actually, that's a lie. Sorry, we're in denial. <laughs> Um, you guys happen to be here whilst Drag Race UK uh, season three is in full full throttle. Are you guys getting a chance to watch it or not so much? I know you do, Willem, because you do the recaps, obviously. Uh, I've only watched the first two episodes. I have. Uh, I think I missed the last one that came out because we've been working. It was just last night, yeah. And when we leave here, you know, first thing is first. Give me something to eat and then find me a bed to go sleep in because... Woo, it takes a lot out of me. But I will catch up, I'm sure, over the weekend. Our wig designer for Death Drop is uh, also the girl that did most of uh, Theresa May's hair. The, that hair that was like the sculpture that said her name sideways. Oh, wow. It was um, done by Florencia, our wig designer for this show. Um, so I've, I've been watching the outfits and looking here and there and stuff, but I haven't seen uh, the last two yet. So there's no there's no one that you two are rooting for for the win. Is it too early to say? It's always a little bit too early to say, but, you know, I'm sure we have our favorites. I love Charity Case. Yeah, mm -hmm. Charity, too. She's one of my favorites. I love her uniqueness and her uh, creative eye. 
and who else? Um, you know, I always say vanity, <clears throat> vanity. I got a roof for my girl. <laughs> the only one that's been holding it down, so I she stays in. <laughs> Charity was my pick for the win, but um, Charitza has been really making me laugh, so I think she might have to become my favorite. Um, yeah, she's my front runner right now. She don't look like she want to run anywhere, but she's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Not in heels. So um, RuPaul dropped a song today, Blame It on the Edit. A lot of people are talking about it, that it's a bit of a dig on the cast of Drag Race, of course, which you two both are. Have you got any thoughts on this song? Or I haven't heard it. You haven't heard it? I haven't it? heard it yet, but I mean... She ain't wrong. They can't use what they don't give you. And, you know, I I never complain about my edit other than when they took parts of conversations I did in the interview and used it in different episodes or different things entirely. Like Latrice saying to me, you know, take off your happy Baldwin bitch. Like, she didn't say that to me. Um, yeah. You sign up for a television program and you say your likeness, your voice can be used in perpetuity, X, Y, Z. And... The flip side of that is um, obscurity. So I think anybody would kind of take having some gripes about an edit instead of having no chance to be edited at all, you know? So okay. I'm always saying gratitude is unconditional for Miss Andre RuPaul Charles. But um, I'm glad she has another hit on her hands, probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would say the queen of owning your narrative and then... Um, that was maybe more negative before and then coming back and changing it was you, Raja, in All Stars 6. Um, I don't. I think that's kind of changed the way that queens on All Stars will be from now on. It's like no one will ever be counted out again, I think, because of what you, how much you slayed that season. Um, I just wondered, going into the finale, because uh, obviously you, you don't all necessarily know who's won till you watch it. Did you, did you think you maybe were going to win or what did you fancy your chances? You know, I thought I had a strong possibility and a strong we all did. <laughs> but then after watching that episode I knew I could blame the edit we're <laughs> going to win but it was so much fun to actually um, have the opportunity but my goal necessarily wasn't to win it was to actually go back and have a good time and hopefully winning would have come uh, because of the hard work that I put in but you know I still won. I may not have won the hundred thousand dollars but I did win you know the crowds approve why I went. I won. You know so much love from the fandom, and you know that hundred thousand dollars is coming. I'm still working, so the gigs ain't stopping. You did win like thirty thousand too. Uh huh. Uh huh. So like, uh-huh. And I got all the money that, that I spent back, so it's that's good. <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. And only spent six hundred dollars, which is jaw dropping when you slayed the runway. Um, that I mean, I feel like it should should have been taken more into consideration that you made all your own outfits, same as like Jada on her season. It's um, just makes it more impressive, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, and one last question. I guess flipping and falling makes it even more, is a better impression than you know <laughs> self sufficient and absolutely well rounded and talented. Did you make that hoodie? Okay. <laughs> in 60 seconds <laughs> um, one last question about All Star 6 did you um, have you spoke to Latoya Jackson since your impression at all no <laughs> I wish I wish Latoya would hit me up that, I think that would be like the, one of the coolest conversations to have but I don't know uh, maybe she didn't like my impersonation of her I don't really know but Oh, well. <laughs> she hated it, but it was also her favorite. That's what it would be. Okay. Um, have you, had you two ever um, worked together before? 
Yeah, a couple weeks ago, we were in Columbus and had a real good time. Hey, good time. I did the thing where I was like, come here, look, I found something to smoke, here. Because <laughs> I've been to Columbus a lot, and it was raining and pouring, and she was in 10-inch heels, and I was like, bitch, do not break your ankle before okay. we go to Britain. <laughs> and you know what I did? I got out there and did the food. She was fine. I was out there doing the food. It's the rain. It's the rain. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Then I that think you- that was a good trip for uh, coming to the UK because, you know, it's rained almost every single day that I've been here. I know. Uh, but I'm sorry. When it rains, it wet. Okay. You have no choice. Um, I I know William. You will have done shows probably similar to this before. Raja, is this your first time as part of kind of this kind of theatre show? This is my first time in a theatre show outside of like high school productions. You know, when I was high, in high school, uh, we did Dream Girls as a high school musical. So I was in the chorus of uh, Dream Girls, but I've never been in a role like this, had this much to learn, this much interaction um, on stage with a live audience or something that's scripted on mm-hmm. top of that. So this is so much fun. It's actually a new experience, but I'm having so much fun doing it. As Will- supposed to love me. <laughs> Has Willem been able to give you lots of advice? Have you looked her for... Um, she doesn't some- need any. She's doing great. Honestly, <laughs> she surprises me every night with something new. That thing with the superstar last night when you're driving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's great. She's a natural. Um, Willem's advice is basically to just have fun and just find the moments that make me laugh, because if they make me laugh, then they'll make the audience laugh, so... That's what we've been. That's what we've been doing ever since we've opened. We tried to make it a different show each night. Amazing, because I mean, this country, like a lot of the world, needs cheering up right now. So, you're you're giving it to us, um, Willem. Can I ask? Um, do you have Lady Gaga's number? <laughs> I'm not asking for it, but do you have it? <laughs> She's got my number. She's got your number. Okay, can you? I mean, obviously. As gays, all obsessed with Gaga. Is there any little tidbits you could share that other people might not know about about the Queen? <laughs> um, hmm. how much does she fart on okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I asked her once about doing theater. Actually, I was like, "Would you ever like, you know, do Broadway?" And she's like, "The, the prospect of doing something over and over the same thing kind of like isn't in her wheelhouse." She said, "But she's she's the." She's the the icon for me that I've always wanted. It was it's her and Beyonce. My goal in life is to see them perform Telephone live before I die, and then I could die. Um, oh my God! Do you think that'll ever happen? <laughs> I hope she was rubbing my shoulders once on the set. Like somebody started rubbing my shoulders, and I turn around and it's Gaga, and I was like, "Bitch, watch my wig." Like, she's just so cool, and she's one of the girls. And anytime she sees a drag queen, she offers to take a picture. She she offers, and it's not like she's not moted by it. She she knows we love her, and she knows that like that part of part of her being so huge is because of the gays. And she she gives us exactly what we want every time. She's everything everything you would want her to be. Okay, that's cocky. You want a picture? <laughs> she like to and I was like, yeah, yes, of course. Well, like, yeah. That's what I'm doing with everybody. I mean, she's clearly a fan of drag queens, I think, as much as drag queens are a fan of hers. So it's kind of a mutual yeah. love, isn't it? It goes both ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, obviously, this probably would be very unlikely to happen, but what do you think if um, there ever was, maybe not so much of a sequel, but a um, continuation of her character's story in Star is Born, uh, obviously not with Bradley Cooper, but do you think, uh, can you ever imagine that story being continued and would you want to be part of that? 
Yeah, I think it's going to be A Star is Born too. Shangela <laughs> I'll, I'll be the one on the phone again Girl, girl And then she'll be <laughs> I would watch it Doris <laughs> Born is great I live right by the bar That we filmed it in actually um, So I literally Wave to it every day kind of I live less than like A couple blocks from it So It's kind of nice Like seeing seeing it <laughs> oh well it's amazing because I mean you and Shangela in the film it's like breaking new ground of what drag queens can do so it's kind of and then it opens the doors for other people as well doesn't it so yeah I, one of the producers said that um, Shangela and I were a big part of why the movie clicked with people in the beginning is because they saw these real people mm. and you know and it wasn't like some trite dressing room scene that some cis or some Bag wrote even like it's drag queens who wrote those words those every word that came out of Shangela in my mouth came out of our brain the titties they, they wrote an ex they they didn't write but they added an extra scene for us based on what we did on the first day and that was just the ultimate compliment like you want more of us and Brad and Bradley Cooper laughing at our jokes and then Gaga coming over and telling me those were great but switch those two around that's how Bradley likes it I was like baby I know how Bradley likes it like this thing like, Gaga's great, and so is Bradley. Um, Dave Chappelle was great in the movie, and it's just such a strong cast. Mm-hmm. Everybody was in their element, I think, and that's why the movie clicked so well. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, obviously, everyone knows that you have a checkered history with World of Wonder. You're not there. Um, Honey, it's yes at this point. <laughs> Um, I, I've been wondering because I, I obviously love Race Chaser. I listen to it every week. I was wondering, friend of the pod, a massive friend of the pod. Um, but do you ever think that the, um, the issue has is run so deep that it's affecting your the queens who work with you or your friends? Because I felt like it seems like Alaska has fallen out of favor a little bit, and I wonder is because she used to be kind of always featured in everything that they were doing, and now it feels like maybe they're not, and maybe that's because of the podcast, or maybe it's because of. I don't know. I mean, I, I can't speak to their opinions on Alaska, but I do know that they can't use every single queen for every single project. There's hundreds of us now. But um, I don't think that... I think queens can make up their own minds on who they want to work with. I know they've issued warnings to some queens, literally, like... Yeah. We were told, watch out for Willem, verbatim, by one of the producers. But, you know, they're friends with me. Everybody's friends with me. Sonique wore <laughs> over 30 items of mine on Drag Race for all stars and she told me she wasn't afraid to say my name on set she wasn't to say afraid to say she was wearing my glitter and stuff so i think that i think people can coexist peacefully and um they're never gonna they're never gonna be able to respond to me without lowering to my level of pettiness so they won't <laughs> which is nice but they never really did anything terrible to me super bad that I couldn't get over. It was just the way they treated other people that I took issue with. And, you know, I think I'm a good person to speak out because I don't have anything to lose with them. For me, it was just like a gig a decade ago. For a lot of girls, it's the be-all, end-all, and that was the gig. And then they hope and pray for an all-stars and another shot at the crown or something. But I think the girls that do the best are the ones that, you know, kind of separate themselves from it and don't have to like kowtow back to them like Sasha Velour, Bianca, um, you know, me. I'm I'm doing all right. 
Yeah, but so, I mean, and it's not just she as well. Sometimes it kind of makes it sound as if there's like a mafia thing going on. I remember after Pearl's interview where she spoke about the RuPaul thing, she said she got a call from a producer saying, you'll never get an All-Stars now, as if it's like a kind of... Um, leverage that's been held over queens which i guess makes sense but it's weird to hear about it <laughs> i mean the funny thing is there's a producer the producer that might have called her might have been the one that fucked me and also <laughs> tried to fuck her on her season and that's why she was kept around so like okay. I, can't, I can't speak to other queens um experiences on the show but i do know that sleeping with a producer is a great way to uh, guarantee job security because they can never come for me because the one rule in reality TV is for the production not to fuck the contestants. You don't cross the line. And when they do, they do, and you can't take it back. <laughs> so shout out to Stephen Korff. Thanks so much. The dick was right, and he's British. Big ol' hot <laughs> Gotta love that foreskin. Um, Raja, did you stay away from producers? Did You You didn't have anything like that? <laughs> yeah, they got smart. They only had, like, women around us. I was going to say, because, I mean, you you went from season 11 to superstar of All Stars 6. I'm like, who... Which producer did you go after? But no, it's pure talent. I let my charisma, my uniqueness, and my nerve and my talent speak for itself. I didn't have to do any of those extras to get anywhere. <laughs> you sure yeah, did. My nerve. Okay. The weird thing was, like, even though you, um, your performance was so much better on All Stars Six, it, it was you were the, still the same queen as season eleven. It just felt like, I don't know. It was just a. Uh, like things just aligned better in a way, but I don't know. What do you think it was that was so different? RuPaul's new song, Blame the Edit, is, well, we can blame the editors for how they treated me on season 11 because that's what they decided to show. They decided yeah. to show the angry parts of my interviews or the me being shady, which, you know, of course, we are all drag queens. We're all shady. We all have those moments, but I did have, like, real moments in the workroom that weren't shown. But this time, I decided to go in and have so much fun to the point where I didn't really focus any of my energy on negative, so they didn't have anything negative to get from me other than, you know, I don't know what it could have been, but, you know, just a little style, a little purple, a little season. <laughs> it's, it's actually surprising that All-Stars, because I think it's going to go down as one of the best All-Star seasons, All-Star 6, but it actually didn't have a lot of um, shade or drama, which usually a season without that would be considered boring, but because you guys all performed so well, I think it never was. Were you, were you sometimes wanting to kind of read someone, but you were like, oh shit, no, I don't want that to happen again, or was there never really that temptation? Uh-uh, I was in the top most of the time. <laughs> you, you didn't have to have a go at anyone. <laughs> you, know, you don't have to come up off your cherry out to throw uh, tomatoes and all of that with the regular people. Uh-uh, no thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, a story that I'm fascinated by, Willem, is, uh, which I think you've talked about on the podcast before, is when you had a run-in with RuPaul um, in the street and there was kind of an exchange. Have you seen him since then or was that the last communication? That was the last time I was graced with um, her presence. But <laughs> the time before that that I saw him was even better because he sat right in front of me at the Star is Born premiere. So he went to, was this in um, L.A.? Or? L.A. at the Shrine Auditorium. He was one row up and two seats over. And d did he acknowledge you? <laughs> um, on the way out, people were um, asking me for pictures and then they saw him walk by. And they asked him, he said, oh, I just need to run to the bathroom. I was like, come on, take a picture. And he just, he just stared at me and then he left. <laughs> Do you know, 
I mean, I th- I would say you might you might have the most nerve, the biggest balls of any of any drag queen. I don't know many people who would. Oh, my only fans, I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, maybe I will, maybe I will. And you, as you mentioned, you're friends with our very own Tom Daly. Yeah, who, his wedding, it was great. Who's obviously had a, a massive, amazing year. Have, have you ever? Um... Said about the Olympics um, and then banning countries where you can get the death penalty for being gay. Just him using his platform. I'm really, um, I'm really, I mean, he's not a kid anymore, but I'm proud of the new class of gays, you know, using their voices and their platforms for more than promoting a mascara. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, uh, but have you ever considered putting him in drag? I know you did some... Uh, I, I, I put him in, I was his piggy and he was Kermit the Frog. <laughs> There's a whole video on my YouTube of where we get in, we get up into it, and then walk on Hollywood Boulevard, literally right across the street from World of Wonder. And this little, like, four or five year old girl, like, starts hitting on Tom Daly somehow. And we got it all on tape. It's a great video. And I'm just like, this little toddler is sexual. I'm just coming for him. And the, the girl's. As a frog. Heart. And I was like, oh, yeah. Oh my <laughs> God. Married to one, of my, um, one of my good friends, so he's off limits for me. Oh yeah, Dustin, obviously. No more drag queens. We already got enough. We got drag race Portugal, drag race of Bolivia, drag race everything. <laughs> um have you two been enjoying the British men? It sounds like you have. Or have you not had much time? <laughs> yeah. I really like Charitza May. Um our hair designer for Death Drop does her hair. So that <laughs> that for me is enough. I'm like good wigs. Because wigs do most of the work, honestly. You get you know, you get the right wig and you're good. Yeah, I need a new wig, I think. Um, and you also mentioned um, Little Mix. Obviously, you're f- friends of the band. Um, what did you make of Jessie leaving? Because everyone's talking. I mean, she just dropped her single solo single today. I don't know if you've heard it yet. The, wa- the waves were great in that. I haven't watched the video yet, but I've heard the song, right. boys. I, I, I already told Jay that I would do all Jessie's part, the motorbike. Oh, <laughs> I got it on box. That's good. Jay's my drag daughter, and um, if she ever needs me, I'll step up, you know. <laughs> but I love them they're great it's nice to see like pop artists of that caliber acknowledging drag and how drag queens have inspired them and um not just you know like Sia stole this move or Sia's choreographer somebody stole this move from Nina West where like this moving gown that Nina did at a pageant I remember and yeah. at Coachella and there was no credit there was no nothing until the online people were like hey, you ripped that off of a drag queen, you know? So now I think, you know, I did a video, Detox, Morgan and I did a video with Rihanna in like the 2000s and like Rihanna back then. She's still doing it with the Savage and all the inclusive and everything. It's nice to see people like that, Rihanna, Little Mix, Gaga, all, all of them pulling from the girls and the dolls and acknowledging, you know, the trans girls and ballroom and how almost everything good and entertainment has come from that. Absolutely. And and speaking of global icons, you're working with Vin- our very own Vinegar Strokes in Death Drop. How, how has that been? The queen, the queen of the hodgepodge. <laughs> She's been amazing to work with. Her energy, her professionalism is like amazing. And then to know that she thought she founded and started this role. So she's like the OG of the show, her and Holly. Of course, Holly wrote it, but she's like one of the original stars of the show. So her coming back to uh, portray the role of Lady is amazing. And she's so much fun. Her energy is 
banana. She's been a West End woman before. There's like a, there's so many good drag queens doing things now. Bianca's doing the Jamie tour this November and December again. The Jamie movie is great. Bianca wasn't that. Two of the girls from the West End version were in the Jamie movie, Myra Dubois and Anaphylactic. And we all know Son of a Tutu. She's in it too. Um, it's, it's, ni- it's nice to see drag all over. I didn't know Bianca was in the movie. I haven't seen it yet. It's on my list. I thought, great. oh, that's cool that she's in it. Um, I love the show on the West End, but I need to see the film. Um, I was going to ask, you just mentioned a bunch of our great queens. Is there anyone um, you would tip for Drag Race UK who hasn't been on yet? Polish stars. <laughs> I would love to just see her and RuPaul buttheads. <laughs> all stars all the way we do seem to be a bit more cheeky on the UK series with um, RuPaul um, answering back and stuff as long as no one's in H&M obviously because that's the that's the absolute no-no <laughs> um, uh, I was going to ask so obviously you're working almost every day on the show Have you, do you guys all get to go out afterwards and kind of hit our gay scene or is it straight to bed for an early start the next day. Half and half. Yeah, because I mean... There's always room for a cocktail. Yes. She's going to make you pay for saying that every time someone says it. You have to give her a little money. <laughs> Well, um, again, congratulations on the show. I can't wait to see it. I'm seeing it next week, I hope. And, yeah, it's been fabulous to talk to you both. And good luck with the rest of the run. (laughs) Tell everybody deathdropplay.com for tickets for us, too. Yes. Say it again, sorry. Deathdropplay.com for tickets. Yes, we got it. Or find me on Grindr. Oh, yeah, Raja, how could I let you go without... um, Did you know that... I'm not even going to try and do it. The oh my God thing would be become what it's become. I did not know that it was going to be a global phenomenon, but now here we are. Get your tickets at devdropplay.com and you can get at least two or three. Oh my God. Okay. We were, <laughs> there's a gay festival in the UK called Mighty Hoopla and there was a thing where we couldn't all get out and we were all crowded, like bunched at the exit and then someone, everyone was in a really bad mood and then someone did it and then everyone laughed and it kind of, it got us through that moment. So it's like, <laughs> that can get you out of any situation. I can't do it because I can't get the, do the, but oh, you can you try it. Oh, my God. Oh, well, that wasn't that bad. That's it. That's it right there. Oh, my God. I've peaked. I've peaked. Well, <laughs> thank you both so much for talking to me. I'm huge fans of both of you. So lots of love. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you.